I'm Elia Haber for the Beirut Banyan. This is Saturday afternoon. I'm walking from the mosque, going down to Samir Osir, and I meet uh, two young men who are walking in the opposite direction. I stop them to ask them for an interview, but their first reaction is that it's going to be a repetition of everything that's already been said and that there's nothing new. At the end of it, I think they changed their minds. Um, I work in Abu Tahan as a financial analyst. I don't think I should say the, the company name, but anyways, <laughs> I'm 29 years old and yeah. Okay, so my first question to you is what have you learned in the past three weeks? Yeah, my, my dream actually started to become true. I was start, it's, uh, you hear that probably across a lot of people that then you know, we kind of gave up on Lebanon you know, before uh, October 17. And I, I was one of the people that was like, the people, the Lebanese people are in a state of coma, you know, they're never going to wake up. The politicians have, have, have brainwashed them so much that and this is this is their way of thinking and not, not, nothing's going to change. It was a shock to me when, when I saw everyone unite and they're all together at, and bid bid, you know, as, as they say. So I learned that uh, you should never lose hope and uh, always, always strive for what you believe in. And I'm assuming that you've been to protests at least more than once, right? Okay. And have you seen in those protests, or not necessarily those protests, maybe online, something that you never thought you'd see in Lebanon happen during these three weeks? Um, yeah, like I said, by when people are uniting, they're for the same cause, and they're actually talking about you know what, you know. They're not bringing anything for us. It was actually very inspiring. It was something that's nice. So that's something that was new, you know, especially like everyone, you know, to show the sign of union. Uh, so it's beautiful in, in that sense. Okay. My last question to you is one year from now, if we're looking back at this moment in our history, what do you think people will remember or what do you want them to remember? Depends what happens from now. Like the thing is, a lot of people have a huge potential, and they're thinking that no, Allah, everything's going to change to the better, and it's going to become amazing. And they think that there's okay, there is no going back. But thing is, it's we need to take baby steps. It's not like no, and no, we're okay. The government has resigned. It's not like we have the perfect ideal government, and we're not and the world's going to become a better place. Even the people that are actually and they're being, you know what, I can't live, I don't have money, I don't have money for school. And it's not like, okay, fine, even if we change the system and we change every, everything, to, it's not like we're going to feel the impact directly. It's going to take years for that economical wheel to actually kick off and for people to actually live or have a higher standard uh, way of living. And I want people to have enough astawil. I want them to be determined and, and persistent and uh, just have hope, you know. And the government's trying to come in they're trying to. So, just yeah, like I said, uh, have hope and, and stay united as one, with one, try to have one voice. And I want the people to remember that we're actually be able, we were able to unite uh, once in this 30 years in our, in our nation. Yeah, so that's it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so if you don't mind, please give me your name, age, and profession. 
Okay, George uh, Jmail. I'm 28 years old and I'm a banker. Yeah, shocker. Bankers are also protesting because uh, we are just like anyone else. We are Lebanese citizens and uh, we're just like any employee in this country. Okay, George, let me build on that if you don't mind. Being a banker, what did you feel um, this week that you'd like other people to know? What is a misconception that people have about bankers that you'd like to share now? Uh, yeah, uh, as you've probably seen in social media and on TV that uh, there's a lot of uh, problems uh, and mashakil happening uh, in the banks between the employees and managers and the customers. I'd just like to uh, tell the bank's clients that uh, we are not against them. This is just something that's uh, we don't like to treat them this way. So this is in spite of our will that we're putting limits on the cash withdrawals and on the transfers and on the transfers outside Lebanon. These laws uh, were put to protect the banking sector in order to slow down the economic crisis. After going back to work, we had a couple of weeks where you guys were closed. Whether you're a banker or just a regular protesting citizen, what do you think you've learned in these three weeks? I personally learned to uh, not lose hope in Lebanon and I posted on my Instagram that uh, for the first time in my life I'm proud to be Lebanese because of all the movement that's been happening lately and uh, I was very happy to see the uh, school students and the university students uh, participating uh, this much because they are the future of Lebanon. After having seen the students and all the other protests is there a specific story or something that happened in front of you, whether in real life or online, that you were like, I never imagined I would see this in Lebanon? Basically, the unity of the people and that we're waking up. There's no more like Ta'ifi uh, and uh, we're following our Za'im or whatever. Uh, people are starting to realize that those Za'ama will bring nothing to us. They're only taking and taking and taking. Uh, we have to be united and stand against them and against their uh, corrupt system in order to build our country and a country that we can live in and stop thinking about traveling and working outside. My last question is about hope as well. Um, one year from now, if people are looking back at this moment, what do you think they will remember or what do you want them to remember? One word, pride. That's it. It seems everyone's selling corn today. I'm walking from Martyr Square into Riyadh Salah. There's a big stand that sells uh, warm corn cobs. I bump into two ladies, one of whom was shy about speaking in English, but her friend agreed to be interviewed. Uh, if you could please give me your name, age and profession. Okay, I'm Sharal Abdullah, I'm 23 years old and I'm a filmmaker. It's been three weeks since the protests started. What do you think you've learned in those three weeks? I think what all Lebanese people learned is that we should stick together and we should look beyond religion and uh, human rights should not be related to any religion whatsoever. It should be uh, like a community of people helping out each other regardless of your religion and your beliefs and your, uh, how do you say it, political interests, if, you, if you'd like to say it, yeah, that's it. 
as a person on the ground, seeing what the government has done so far and the, uh, what other protesters have done so far, what do you think you've learned? Uh, what we've all missed through these 30 years, our parents and our grandparents, and now it's our time, I think what I personally learned that power is truly in the hands of people because the pressure we've put in the streets has completely been uh, how do you say it? executed by the people in power so people should really understand and remember that the power is in their hands once they're united there's no one that can break them uh, my other question to you would be today in those three weeks we've all been glued to our phones to our laptops to the ground barely doing anything else have you seen anything whether in real life or online that you looked at and you're like is this happening in Lebanon I think what's happening in, happening in Tripoli is the most amazing thing because what I personally what I've personally been taught that Tripoli is the region of terrorists and drug people, drug lords, and you can't really set foot in Tripoli without having the anxiety kicking in. So once you've, once we've seen the people in Tripoli, how they are reacting with us, and they are they truly want their rights, their people, at the end of the day, that was a shock to me, honestly. I can't wait to get to Tripoli after the revolution. <laughs> okay, my last question would be to you, if one year from now, uh, you're looking back at this moment in our history, what do you think people will remember or what do you want them to remember? I want them to remember uh, their unity. I want them to remember that it's, they stick together and they made things work and they made things happen. That's what I want them to remember. I want them to be proud also because they really made history. Elia Haber signing off from Martyr Square for the Beirut Banyan.